0: What is up, freaks? It's your boy Marty Ben here to introduce this week's Rip of Rabbit Hole recap. Matt and I just got into it in a good way. A fun episode. A lot going on in the world. A lot going on in Bitcoin. Eh, not too much, but enough to talk about. We can always talk about Bitcoin. We'll always find something to talk about when it comes to Bitcoin here. Uh just want to make it clear. Next week, we'll be recording on Wednesday, a day early, in case you guys missed the message when we uh, announce it in the episode. I'm going to front-run it as well. Next week, we will be meeting on Wednesday. Thank you guys for joining us for the show. We love it. If you guys are liking it, please like, subscribe, share, subscribe, again, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Give us a rating and review. Let us know how you feel. We love all y'all. This was brought to you by our good friends at the motherfucking Cash App. Cash Apps help you stack sets, send sets, receive sets, and sell sets. If you so please, we're saying sets, 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 sets. The sets are the standard. The standard. You don't have to buy a whole Bitcoin. You don't have to buy a fraction of Bitcoin. You can stack whole sets instead. There are 100 million sets in one whole Bitcoin. And I noticed this week, Cash App, Bitcoin gets its own tab now completely separated. It's got the Bitcoin symbol at the bottom right of the app now, if you have the latest update, I guess. I think it's been rolled out. If it was rolled out to me, everybody should have it. Bitcoin. Getting priority in the UI of the app. Cash out. It can be your bank account. They're offering account numbers and routing numbers. You can direct deposit your paychecks into the app. Then you can easily stack sats. They allow you to DCA in the sats a dollar cost average. You can set it and forget it. Pick a set amount of Satoshis or a set amount of dollar amount worth of Satoshis you want to buy either daily, weekly, or bi weekly. Uh, you can set it and forget it there. Ooh, I also noticed they have a new feature too. You can set limits or not limits. You can, like, say you predict that the price of Bitcoin is going to go down. You want to buy a certain amount. At a certain price point, Cash Apps allowing you to pick a price and and buy a certain amount of Bitcoin. So it's a bit above your price target if you're trying to tie markets and you wanna buy a little bit lower, Cash App's allowing you to pick that and and do that now. It's pretty cool. They've also got their boost program connected to the cash card that you can personalize, go use wherever Visa's accepted. Sometimes you get sats back there. uh, The restaurant, 5% sats back. I've been taking advantage of that. I know this is my sister. She's been taking advantage of it, and the whole family's using it. If you haven't downloaded the cash yet, make sure you use the code STACKINGSATS when you do so. That's S T A C K I N G S A T S. You're gonna get ten dollars, and ten dollars is gonna go to our good friends at Owls Lacrosse. That's Owls Lacrosse. Woo, 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 woo. Owls Lacrosse. This rip was also brought to you by our good friends at Unchained Capital. Ding 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 ding. ding. Breaking news. Ad read's gonna have to get switched up. Unchained has a new domain name. It's unchained.com. No more I mean you can use it if you want to. It redirects to unchained.com, but no more unchained-capital.com. It's become a a, a mainstay of this ad read. And I'm just gonna have to get used to and It's just saying unchained.com. It is less of a mouthful. unchained.com much better than unchained-capital.com. You can use both if you want to. They got a new domain. Behind those domains, though, however, their products are the same. They're iterating and, and building on those products, but they're, they're still there for you. And what we're here to talk about today is their Volt product, particularly their white glove concierge service, which is going to take you from zero to having a multi-sig, two or three multi-sig Volt set up with Unchained with a thousand cuck bucks worth of sats dropped into it. The way it works, you tell them TFTC sent you. You say, hey, Marty and Matt from TFTC said you guys are pretty chill. I want to set up a two or three multi-sig vault. I want to get into Bitcoin. I I don't know much about this. What can you do for me? They're there with the white glove concierge service. They're going to walk you through the process. They're going to have multiple video conference calls with you to get you comfortable with multi-sig, generally, how it works, why it's important, why you should try to eliminate single points of failure, whether it be a third-party custodian exchange or a single signature wallet that you're holding your utxos on they're going to explain to you why they believe and why I, I would agree that multi-sig is an important part of bitcoin security they're going to tell you how their vault product works specifically get you comfortable with that they're going to send you hardware wallets they're going to help you uh recognize how to you, know, help, you know, how how to create a private public key pair how to secure that how to back that up uh, and then you're going to set up your multi-sig vault. You're going to back up your derivation pass for the two keys that you hold. You hold two keys. Unchained holds one. You can always move your UTXOs out of the vault under your own volition and at your own accord. However, if you're ever in a pinch and you need that unchained key to be signed by the unchained team, they're there to do that for you. White Glove Concierge Service, again, tell them TFTC sent you. They're going to take you from zero to having a multi-sig vault set up, an unchained vault set up with a 1000 bucks worth of sats in it. You're going to get $50 off if you tell them that we sent you. And then go check out everything else on Unchained.com. It's so much cleaner. So much cleaner. Unchained.com. They have their, not only their Vault product, they have their lending product. They have uh, the open source projects they've been working on, Caravan and Hermit. They have all the content they've been providing to the world. Uh, Drove, Parker, Will, Joe, Buck, Phil, I'll point out high quality content. Building really an incredible team, very proud to have Unchained as a sponsor of RHR. This was also brought to you by our good friends at Brains. Brains. Brains is here to give you firmware, that's going to let you stack more sats with your hash. All right. Brains is the company behind Slushpool, the oldest. Running Bitcoin mining pool in the world, it was founded in 2010 and has mined over 1.25 million bitcoins in its lifetime. Even operating brains team has been operating slash pool since 2013, and they're always working on improvements such as the big upgrade that dropped earlier this summer, which includes ultra flexible payouts that can be either time based or threshold based, mining reward splitting for automatically distributing rewards to multiple wallets, and of course, dark theme brains is a bitcoiner company through and through and they're working on some of the most unique and cutting edge projects in the mining industry including the brains os plus auto tuning firmware and stratum v2 which is a proposed mining pool protocol that would help further decentralize the mining protocol level the mining pool protocol level excuse me and they're hiring brains is hiring this is a team you want to be on upper echelon cutting edge fucking bitcoiner to and through company If you're a Rust developer, systems programmer, or if you have experience with embedded devices, there may be a place for you to join the team at Brains. Check out Brains, that's two I's, B-R-A-I-I-N-S dot com slash careers to see open positions and submit an application if you feel that you are up for the task. As for the big question, when what's minor? The answer is still soon TM, but the team is making steady progress in the Brains OS Plus Firmware is running smoothly on some machines in the Brain's office. Meanwhile, Jan, who was on TFTC episode number 73 along with Pavel, and he was on this week's Citadel Dispatch episode as well, being very, very informative. I highly recommend. I was on that as well. a disclaimer. I was on it too, but Jan was on it, and he was spitting some fire, and he's been work grinding away, adding support for the miner X19 generation that is now progressing into private testing, that means at least some models from the X19 generation will be supported before what's minor, but no exact ETA yet on the public release of those currently supported devices of the Brains OS Plus firmware are the S9, the S9i, the S9J, as well as the S17, S17 Plus, S17 Pro, T17, T17 Plus, and the ones added earlier this summer, the S17E and T17E. PSA, it's important to know if you're running the Brains OS Plus firmware. It is compatible with any mining pool. You can point your hash at any pool you want. You don't need to mine with Slush if you're using the firmware. You don't need to mine with Slush to use the firmware, I guess is the correct way to say it. But if you do, point your hash at Slush pool, you're going to get zero percent pool fees. Which is nice little vig there. If you want to get unique insights on the Bitcoin mining industry, along with updates on Brains OS Plus, Stratum V2, and other Brains projects, check out the Brains blog at brains again double i b r a i i n s dot slash blog and follow the lesser known at brains systems Twitter account where the team is posting deep dive threads on various mining topics. Love all y'all. Thanks for coming back. Enjoy this trip.
1: You've had a dynamic where money's become freer than free. When you talk about a Fed just gone nuts, all, all the central banks going nuts. So it's all acting like safe haven. I believe that in a world where
0: central bankers are tripping over themselves to devalue their currency, Bitcoin wins. In the world of
1: fiat currencies, Bitcoin is the victor. I mean, that's part of the bull case for Bitcoin. If you're not paying attention, you probably should be. You probably should be. be. be.
0: What is up, freaks? The recorded freaks. Matt and I were discussing your alpha. Matt doesn't have any alpha. I have some alpha for you, recorded freaks update your laptops and your external hard drives a little bit more frequently. I have not replaced my external hard drive <laughs> and laptop from last week. I did delete a bunch of files on both machines, hoping that so we have... So
1: what the fuck's going to happen? Is it gonna... I don't know.
0: I might have to make you host again, Matt. That I was... might have to dance again. Yes. So you guys will know, and you'll laugh about it if it happens. Uh, and now we're going live as well.
1: I mean, to be honest, uh, we've we've given all of our alpha for the last three years every fucking week. So, like, how much alpha are we supposed to have?
0: How do you expect us to continue succeeding at the, le- the levels that we have? We have to produce this alpha, Matt. I know I, you may think that it's not there, and we've been giving it all out, but we need more, more, more. This is the way the world works. They will always want more, Matt. What is up, man? <laughs> what is up? What is up, freaks? What are you drinking? That Lafrague? What is that? Mezcal. Oh, mezcal. I'm going to go with a a high-quality H2O today and a Yeti sponsored by Great American Mining. Disclaimer, I work for Great American Mining.
1: What is up, freaks?
0: (laughs) Matt's saying we have a light list. I'm very optimistic this week. I'm feeling good. It's a light week. It's a light week. Uh, (laughs) Matt, uh, funny story to start. Start the rip. Matt, uh, Telegram messaged me. If we could push today's recording back 30 minutes and I was in the gym and I look up from that message and i'm i'm being followed by the esg narratives they had cnbc on at the gym it's just esg fun fact of the day i can't escape it i go to the gym to escape the madness of, of of the narrative
1: battles it gave me a good laugh when i saw the screenshot well not the screenshot it was a picture of a tv which is but, in boomer marty term is the screenshot so
0: yeah well, it's actually uh, interesting. You get have to give CNBC props where props are due. Topic we're going to talk about at some point in the episode. But they did have a contrarian uh, perspective on the ESG movement on their show today. I noticed at the end of my gym session, it was actually uh, the gentleman who was the subject of yesterday's bent, Eswath Damadaran, uh, professor at NYU. We'll get to that. But uh, I, I, w- I will give props where props are due. They did have that dissenting contrarian view uh, on, on their airwaves today.
1: Um, we might as well front load this. Uh, I'm traveling, as you can mm-hmm. see. I this is not my furniture.
0: It's a beautiful, um, it's a beautiful mirror back there. I love the uh, ornate uh, frame.
1: I'll I'll make sure to 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 let the host know that. But we um, in the Airbnb. Next, next week's right. RHR. Next week's rabbit will recap will be on Wednesday. So don't be surprised when you see that drop a little bit early.
0: Mercurius Wednesday next wednesday uh six days from now short news week let's hope it's one of those weeks where uh where years happen in days or weeks happen in days whatever whatever that that old i kind
1: of like the quiet weeks
0: why why do you like the quiet weeks
1: because you know tiktok next block we continue but uh it's just like we have a lot of software releases this week we do I think we have so a lot The of important news. stuff is happening. It's just specific news items are just a little bit light. That's all.
0: Yeah. I added some stuff to the list there at the end. I think we'll have plenty to talk about. Well, let's jump into it. Let's start where we always do on Clark Moody's dashboard. Current price of Bitcoin is $47,700 $47, in the consolidation phase. We moved out of consolidations in the 30s now into like the, the mid to high 40s. Uh, one Cuck Buck's currently going to get you two thousand ninety-six sats. The current uh, U.S. dollar market cap of Bitcoin is eight hundred ninety-seven point seven billion dollars. What are your thoughts on Grubel saying market cap doesn't matter? It's not a good metric. Should we stop? Should we stop saying it? Talking about? I
1: think it? Grubel's uh, would agree. I mean, I love speaking for people on air. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's something that I, I find great pleasure in doing. I think he would agree that it means something for Bitcoin, but he just doesn't think it means anything for shitcoins. But maybe I'm incorrect. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, I think, you know, there's a strong contingent of Bitcoin that say price doesn't matter, right? One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. And, but I think it's an important metric along with everything else. But it's, it's one of the most important metrics because it uses, you know, the most commonly used currency. To show the current purchasing power of Bitcoin um, on a on a relatively free market basis, um, the, the issue with market cap when you're talking about shitcoins is it's very easy to have a very illiquid shitcoin and inflate the market cap. Uh, it's not really an it's not really an apples to apples comparison.
0: Agreed, agreed. I think the thing to focusing on is purchasing power of your Sats. Right, you could say uh, purchasing power as measured in US dollars. I think that's the semantics games the uh the freaks would stray away from. Uh,
1: well, I'm like, we should maybe Clark clark Moody should have uh you know Bitcoin valuation in hamburgers or something.
0: I mean, he's got it in gold, right? Or at least compares it to gold barrels of oil.
1: We what is gold? I think he might have taken a uh, price of barrels of oil. Off. The problem is it's hard to. It's hard to get a reliant, reliable API for gold. Yeah, right now uh,
0: one—it's boomer money. One hundred million sats is going to get you uh, twenty-seven point one ounces of gold.
1: So one bitcoin is going to get you how much? Twenty-seven ounces.
0: Twenty-seven ounces. Yeah.
1: Just we should that. report that number every week. Add okay. that to your list.
0: All right. It's on my list.
1: Well, I'm bitcoin done
0: bitcoin versus gold market cap if we're, i don't know if we're allowed to use market cap 7.8 <laughs> <laughs> we're
1: allowed to do whatever the fuck we want to do marty
0: i know that i know that i'm just joking i'm just joshing here
1: i like it tyler says we should price it in white claws
0: Ooh, tyler clark
1: add it add it to the dashboard
0: <laughs> yeah but do we want to do we want to track white claws against u.s dollars to track inflation okay. we don't
1: have to because we're just tracking it against bitcoin
0: it's true sats Sats are the standard or unit of account. It makes sense. We should do this. Speaking of sats, we're talking about them at block height, 700,836. Getting closer to 90% of every Bitcoin being distributed to the market. Uh, Last week when we met, I remember this, uh, we were expecting a downward difficulty adjustment uh, at the next adjustment. However, now that we are only 732 blocks away from the next uh, retarget, uh, it's estimated that that's going to be an upwards adjustment of 1.3%, and that is because blocks are coming in at 9 minutes and 53 seconds on average, just a bit quicker than the 10-minute block production target. There are currently 12,463 transactions in Clark's mempool uh, on the lower end of what we've seen in the last few weeks. Uh, one sat per byte transactions are, are Gucci right now. There are back over 4,000 for unspent capacity in Whirlpool, at 4,055.64 BTC, or 193.5 million cut bucks worth of volume there in unspent capacity. Are we Are allowed to say volume? Un- unspent capacity is the... <laughs>
1: are we lit- what are, why are we being censored, Marty? We're allowed to say whatever the fuck you want to say. What is the unspent capacity
0: in Bitcoin? Uh, 4,055.64 BTC. Bitcoins.
1: <laughs> you almost didn't say it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> almost didn't, but I did. That's the important part. I did. I did.
1: We have uh, we have Skaven Attack in the comments asking, is the plural of white claw, white claw or white claws?
0: White claws, claws. You actually drop the white and just go claws. and you, you understand what people are talking
1: but about. But I had six white claw the other day. No, no. In that case, it is white claws. So I'll give you that one.
0: Yeah, you had six claws, sir. Six you're claws. Ne- you're never going to win this one. I will die on this hill. I've already won. Hmm. We should. Time will tell. McDonald's Bitcoin strike. Bitcoins. We'll see. What do you think this guy would think? Ooh, who knows what this? I already know what you, what Matt, said about
1: this guy. You gotta say. I said, it, I said it looked like a, a fat Andre Neves. <laughs> I don't think this guy. It f- does. You, you see think- the. I don't think, he's but that. he's heavier. He's heavier than Andre.
0: He's like Bill. Yes, he's. I think that is a fair in relation to Andre. He's got more BMI. Uh, the Satoshi's resemblance, though. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. I can see it. What do we think of the Satoshi statue? It's said, horrible. I don't like it. You don't like it. What do you think of the symbolism? The fact that there's a a city in Hungary uh, just putting the effort to make a statue of Satoshi to say, hey. This is a message that we want to make as a city. Uh, We like Satoshi. We want to build a a statue of him. You like that symbolism or that symbolic gesture from the city government?
1: I feel like Satoshi left Bitcoin because he didn't want, you know, symbolic gestures of him. I don't think, uh,
0: no, I I, I don't think you can, number one, attempt to... No heroes. No heroes. No heroes, exactly. But I, uh, I don't think you should uh, assume Satoshi's intention. Right? Was it that or?
1: I this is something I do on Rabbit Hole Recap. I just I just speak for other people. If, <laughs> if Satoshi disagrees with my interpretation, he's welcome to uh, come on the show sometime.
0: Yeah, Satoshi, the invite is open if you ever want to come. Actually, don't come. Don't ever come. I think
1: up. that's one of my favorite Martinisms. Okay. <laughs> is just like you just drop it in the middle of the conversation. Blank, if you want to come on the show anytime. I think I know you're listening. You can come on.
0: It worked for Jack Dorsey. Uh <laughs> <laughs> that was like the running joke in the beginning of the podcast. You can go back and listen. Do you uh, think
1: Satoshi wore hoodies?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Do What's you
1: think it? he wears hoodies right now?
0: Don't all dark super coders need to wear hoodies in that part <laughs> of the dark super coder wardrobe uniform.
1: I liked what you said that someone on Twitter said it should just be a mirror because we were all Satoshi. Yeah, I like that. Except idea. Craig Wright. <laughs> <laughs> well, that,
0: the symbolism in the mirror is that everyone, and no one—it's it, Satoshi's an idea at that point. We're getting too deep into the Satoshi statue. Oh, uh,
1: so MJ Blazer said it was—it was Adam who said that.
0: Um, Adam Back.
1: No, Adam O. Who's Adam O?
0: uh denver bitcoin
1: it is denver bitcoin okay i didn't know his last name started with an o
0: i should know it i can't,
1: I can't you don't have uh, to say it on air don't on say air. it on air.
0: i think it's public with it but uh right should we jump
1: <laughs> into it satoshi released a signed message saying marty's right about bitcoins with a very early key
0: okay this is I would
1: still yeah. disagree with it.
0: Hey, and you had the, your right to disagree.
1: Satoshi wasn't correct about everything.
0: He wasn't. He wasn't. It was an omniscient history lesson for uh, Satoshi had a bunch of opcodes that needed to be taken out because it created an attack surface. And uh, he didn't recognize it first, but people recognized it. and it's just one example. Uh, a number of opcodes that needed to be pulled. He was not omniscient, but he did launch something pretty incredible, something that we're here talking about today. Uh, me in New Jersey, Matt, it's an undisclosed part of the country in the United States. Uh, it's it, sunny. It's sunny. We have people behind me in Hungary releasing statues. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Fode uh, Jopes' uh, reason. I love that video. Such a good video, interview. Video like, in Senegal, uh, working on this stuff. Like, Inspiring. Right. I'll start it with this uh, this dark supercoder over here. Dark supercoder, what do they call them?
1: I love how you can't tell which side. You, you still haven't yeah, figured it's like out the mirror green thing. screen.
0: So you got to go opposite. It's a mental green screen. Uh,
1: it's pretty disrespectful that you have the mic boom right in his face. There we go. I and he's it. back.
0: He would have wanted it this way. I know. I know what he would have wanted. He wanted he wanted wanted some some mic in front of his face.
1: I didn't even realize like he's got he's got Satoshi has some of the best obsec out of any human that's lived in the digital age. And the statue has a big Bitcoin symbol on his hoodie. Like he would ever walk around with that.
0: Are you just dissing the people of Hungary who who put up the statue? What, no, I love the what good I do you to have to say about the statue? Is there anything good that you can I'm say?
1: Glad, I'm glad that Bitcoin is being recognized as a power of hope, uh, a tool of hope and, and freedom.
0: Thank you. That's all I wanted. That's all. I, we didn't have to go about this roundabout talking about what Satoshi would have worn.
1: You put it as the background. You caused this. <laughs> this is on you. Uh,
0: it's on me. It's on me. All right. It's always on me. Getting into the list. What else is on Not me?
1: always. Sometimes it's on me. Yeah, it's true.
0: Human Rights Foundation is out here again uh, giving out grants this time. Uh, they have given away 300 million, 375 million sats uh, in the latest round of developer grants. I believe our girl Carla Kirk Cohen received one of these, Lily and Richard Myers, uh, who are working on, is that the Bitcoin development kit that they're working on? Oh, no, Rick, they're working on something Richard, different. Richard, not Steve, excuse me. Richard's working on the, he was working a lot, 49, what's it say here? Yeah, same thing, mesh network, low bandwidth. Bitcoin transactions, chain case, got a quarter of a Bitcoin seed signer, got a quarter of a Bitcoin, uh, 50 million sat. Recipients include uh, BTC Pay contributor Patricia, who's been working on the Bitcoin design guy. It's
1: Ben Tricia.
0: Ben Tricia, my bad. No, That's the
1: Patricia that married Ben Kaufman on the beach of uh, Miami.
0: Oh, Okay. Shout out Ben, Tricia. Uh, Fode, who we were mentioning earlier, got a half Bitcoin. Uh, Grant. I feel like I should mention everybody now. Basile yes, DeMau. you have
1: to. Just keep going uh, on the uh, list.
0: He's known for implementing Tor V3, BIP-155, and I2P support in Bitcoin Core. He's been giving, giving 50 million Sats as well. Uh, Bitcoin Core developer, Fanquake, Michael Ford, uh, the, the humble farmer from Australia, who does incredible uh, documenting work for Bitcoin Core, M- much more than that, uh, got 50 million sats as well. Uh, a group of Bitcoiners organized a program called Koala Fellowship uh, to find and grow local Nigerian talent, got 50 million sats as well, all from the Human Rights Foundation.
1: Wait, you have to go down to the 25 million sats uh, recipients? I
0: already did those. They were the first ones. Twenty-five million sats. Oh, you got everybody. Buyers, chain Case, Seed, Signer. Oh, Ellen Bits, uh, got twenty-five million sats as well. Uh, and you missed
1: the join market bounty, so I know you don't oh, have anything.
0: Uh, yeah, that you're contributing to, and you have a two or three multi sig with Ben and
1: HRF, April, right? <laughs> I thought
0: th- I thought it was the fifth and final recipient is twenty-five million sats goes towards a bounty for join market on Umbral
1: not necessarily just umbral it has to be an open source implementation that allows you to basically get full functionality of joint market on any of the node projects so so any of them can integrate it umbral kind of spearheaded the initiative uh and i jumped in and i was like i i i, will, I pledged five million sats of my own um hard stack sats uh towards the initiative um but it, it's, it's node implementation uh, agnostic. It, it can go anywhere.
0: Hell oh, yeah. Well, you should let Bitcoin Magazine know that they say it's Umbral only in the article. They need to fix and it. I
1: know. We corrected it afterwards. And I <laughs> I mean, I'm holding one of the keys. I'm not signing it. I'm not signing it if it's Umbral only. So. us And I know Ben and HRF are on the same page. Well, thank you um, for, your, also, what?
0: for your contribution.
1: I thought about... I I was traveling so I got a little bit lazy about it but I was going to put a shout out where you had to read the multi sig address uh, um and I I didn't actually make it happen. Yeah, so you can't do that. Me. That's money laundering. So, yeah. This is a perfect this is a perfect example of of where something's on me.
0: Speaking of money laundering, how uh what, what do you think about the NFT uh drama going on right now?
1: But before we get to nft money laundering just to so the freaks out there if, if that's <laughs> something you want to see if you want to see more people using join market because it's easy to access on all these node projects um you can you can donate to the we're accepting all donations from everybody towards this bounty the larger that bounty is in that multi-sig address the more likely it is that some uh, shadowy super coder out there will make it a reality Shadows or coders. Sure. It could be multiple people.
0: No, yeah. You increase the uh the likelihood that would that will happen. Uh, that was a cool thing Evan Kalutis did with his grant, I believe from the HRF as well. Uh, he Correct. A bunch of bounties and, uh, for some things he wanted to get done with Zeus, particularly. And I think it enticed people and, to work on that stuff. So Yeah,
1: yeah. and shout out to the HRF in general, the Human Rights Foundation, Alex Gladstein over there, chief strategy officer. Um
0: crushing uh, it.
1: Yeah, they're just they're they're putting out a lot of grants, man. Well, it's fantastic.
0: So we'll tie this to the other topic that we want. I threw it at the bottom of the list. Um, a few topics we're pulling together here. HRF, Alex is doing an incredible job leading the initiative there. Uh, I believe, I don't want to make assumptions, but I think it's safe to say that maybe the reason guys found fodi Drop, who uh, has that, that five-minute documentary, mini-doc, that reason put out yesterday explaining what's going on with Bitcoin in Senegal um, and w- what happened to them in the past. Most importantly, uh, when when their currency was essentially controlled by the French central bank and they devalued uh, that the the French uh, the FCA, I believe the currency was called overnight. Uh, and Alex wrote a story about that at Bitcoin Magazine. Fodi's doing this documentary now. It's the and- CFA. The CFA, that's what it is. Uh,
1: the colonial Frank.
0: Yeah, and what I didn't realize, maybe I glossed over it in the um, Alex's article, but really driven home to me. in the reason, Mini Doc, is the fact that the IMF coordinated with the French Central Bank and basically strong-armed them to make that decision.
1: Yeah, overnight. Klaus Schwab was probably involved too.
0: <laughs> I mean, they did in the documentary, they did have like the World Economic Forum uh, stage. uh But no, it's interesting. I think the juxtaposition, I wanted to bring this up, the juxtaposition of Fodi's story in the mini-doc on Reason with Christine Lagarde coming out earlier today uh, and basically saying Bitcoin isn't a currency, none of these things are currencies, and uh, vehemently uh, trying to do what I assume is PR damage control uh, due to the fact that Bitcoin is becoming popular, obviously became a currency in El Salvador, legal tender currency last week and, and now you have the parasitic central bankers of the world coming out and saying, no, it's not a currency, not a currency. And then you find out that the IMF was a, a driving force behind the devaluation of the Senegal currency uh, within the last couple decades. And it's just like, these are the people, like Christine Lagarde was the, hot, the head of the IMF at one point. I, I can't say for certain, but it's possible that she was the head during that evaluation, and that now she's out here, she's still she's a convicted criminal. What's your role now? Now she's the head of the ECB. She's chairwoman ACB, of the ECB. Yeah. So she's the head of the Europe, European Central Bank. She has again been the head of the IMF in the past, uh, as well as the French finance minister. Uh, during which her tenure in that position, she essentially appropriated French taxpayer money and allowed Nicolas Sarkozy, who was the president at the time, to just give one of his close friends like hundreds of millions of uh, francs worth of of money. Uh, And she got actually convicted for negligence uh, in her position there. Uh, And it's just funny seeing her come out and attack Bitcoin today. You see Fodi's story about how it's empowering uh, individuals, particularly in a mobile-driven world, uh, and, and giving them the ability to have bank accounts on their phone. And uh, and you find out part of the banking tentacle that that Lagarde has uh, essentially built her career on was the reason for, for a lot of pain for these Senegalese individuals who were affected by that overnight 50% devaluation of their currency.
1: Yeah, I mean, the IMF is pure evil. Bitcoin fixes this.
0: Yeah, this is a much... More succinct way of saying what I just said. (laughs) Thank you for distilling all this information.
1: TLDR.
0: TLDR. Speaking of Bitcoin being legal tender in El Salvador, uh, it's another topic on the list. El Salvador is going to exempt foreign investors from tax on Bitcoin price gains. Not
1: just price gains. Uh, price gains is assumed... Because it's a legal tender. So legal tender doesn't have capital gains. About capital
0: tax. gains, yeah.
1: But they're gonna exempt foreigners on Bitcoin income tax. Oh. So if you if you receive, if you're gonna work there and you receive remote income in Bitcoin, or if you receive local income in Bitcoin, you're not gonna get taxed. Now, this doesn't go for Americans because we have the privilege of being the only country in the world, at least the only major country in the world where If you don't renounce your citizenship, you still have to pay American taxes. And if you do renounce your citizenship, you basically have to pay full capital gains taxes on all of your wealth as if you sold it anyway, as an exit tax. On the way out. So this doesn't really entice Americans at all. But for everyone else, if you are looking for a new place to live, El Salvador is is providing a financial incentive for you to go there. Now, they, they do have vaccine passports, so. Yes, we do. Note uh, that. But this is pretty cool because this is, I think, the start of basically seeing nation states and governments start competing over Bitcoiners, and it's going to get very interesting very quickly.
0: I, I think so. I mean, if they are fucking launching statues of Satoshi, Like, and that's like, I'm going to write a bent after this talking about the statue, Fode, El Salvador. And we have this perspective being from the United States, particularly in the Northeast section of the U.S. We, we have these information filters of how we consume news and figure out what's going on in the world, more particularly our part of the world. And it's just crazy seeing all this going on in different parts of the world and, and thinking like... Shit, man, you, you, it gives you like a peace of mind. Like if things get fucked here, there's people all over the world doing incredible things for Bitcoin and they actually care about Bitcoin. And like, uh, I guess the point I'm trying to make here a question I have for you is like how many of the, they're not even pariah countries, but just second, I hate to say that, but like people outside the G7, UN countries, how many of them are seriously considering Bitcoin uh, and and making a move to to make it legitimate within their borders.
1: Well, I think in general, you know, uh, Bitcoiners, at least Bitcoin Twitter, seems to have a more American centric view. And I think obviously we're both Americans. Rabbit hole recap and Tales from the Crypt has a more American centric view. And we should probably do better to try and. Uh, you know, share perspectives with our, we have a global audience and Bitcoin is a global phenomenon right um, and, and to me that's always been one of the most empowering things right Like I have I have brothers and sisters in countries all around the world. Uh, some of them I've never met in real life. Some of them I don't even know their their government name right I only know their name. That is fucking powerful and you know that's part of the reason why I' I'm, I'm here every week.
0: right. Again, yeah, doesn't that give you peace of mind? Like if shit hits the fan here, there's all these individuals. Like it is really reinforces the idea that Bitcoin may be impossible to kill. Because at the end of the day, it is an idea. It is code, written language at the end of the day. Uh, I mean... And obviously, there are. we do have to defend it. We do have to ensure that it's properties that it, uh, create assurances that enable P2P transfer of UTXOs are guarded. But it just again, I feel like there's more individuals focused on making this happen than maybe I realized upon I, introspection reflection
1: earlier today. As, as time goes on, it becomes way less likely that Bitcoin can be stopped. And my conviction in Bitcoin grows stronger every day. Um, I don't think that's priced in right now. Like I don't think people realize that we've, we've pretty much crossed the Rubicon in terms of the actual network being robust. That, that shouldn't be conflated with the fact that individual users of Bitcoin can be very vulnerable to malicious governments and malicious individuals right now. And we really need to harden the systems that individuals use when interacting with Bitcoin, right?
0: Agreed wholeheartedly agree. Well, that's like the, I think what was most inspiring about the reason piece on FODE and what's going on in Senegal, like the focus on the mobile applications and mobile first. And it seems like it's more of a focus in places like Africa and El Salvador, just because it is literally demanded by the design constraints of their local economy, um, local economies.
1: I mean, which is bullish,
0: which is bullish for, if you have people like Fode out there making non-custodial Bitcoin wallets. Like. It,
1: it's definitely... Uh, uh, it, not exaggerated. Exaggerated is the wrong word. It's definitely more obvious and more apparent uh, in developing countries, a mobile-first perspective. But even in America, I mean, if you look at analytics of tftc.io, um, which I haven't looked at, but I'm just going to assume. Um, if you look at analytics at digitaldispatch.com, if you look at analytics of our Twitter accounts, if you look at analytics at bitcoinmagazine.com, the overwhelming majority of people are hitting it through mobile. Most people are mobile first, even in the developed world. Um, and, and that's why it's, it's extra important that, we've, that we have a, a strong focus on, on usable tools on mobile, in my opinion. Agreed people don't own computers anymore marty hasn't you know marty runs (laughs) uh 2014 macbook pro oh did i lose matt god damn it is it happening again no tell me freaks is it me or matt ah lost matt not recording So we lost Matt.
0: Is that right? Is that what? We're here with you, Marty. Okay. It was Matt. It wasn't me. I thought it was my computer. Uh, yeah. Who needs to get a new computer? It's you. I mean, it might have been, but that was ironic as fuck. Right.
1: <laughs> Sitting here. Anyway, but that was my point. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? Uh, the freaks listening on audio, I just got completely disconnected from the stream.
0: Yeah. I thought I thought it was me. I was I I thought I had think it's my, two weeks in a row.
1: I've never seen that happen before. I mean, that was just my whole Zoom just just completely cut. I didn't even see you, it didn't buffer. There was no
0: It was it was computer karma. It, the computers could tell you were talking I know,
1: to I was about to just talk shit about your computer and mine just <laughs> fucked in. <laughs> Well, Uh, there we go.
0: Well, speaking of mobile first, it leads us to the next topic on the list, which is the iMessage zero-click exploit, which seemed pretty terrible. Uh, Obviously, uh, (laughs) you should be aware of it if you're not already. If you're not aware of it, there was a massive, uh, basically, exploit on iPhones that stemmed from the Pegasus stuff, correct?
1: I love the the freaks in the live chat think I just got swapped out. They just... (laughs) They, they rendezvoused me, they took, they took me out of the room and they swapped me out. Um, it's a zero click exploit uh, for all iMessage devices. So that is the surveillance watch you wear on your, your wrist. That is the surveillance phone you have in your pocket. And that is the surveillance laptop uh, that you use uh, for your work. Um, all Apple devices are compromised by this because they all have iMessage integrated and you have to update immediately. Um to patch this vulnerability. It allows um, it was used mainly by the NSO group, a mercenary uh, surveillance group that works with governments around the world uh, to provide access to your devices. and they install Pegasus on it. Mm-hmm. And Pegasus allows them to get location, get all your photos, get all your messages, get mic access, get camera access, pretty much everything. Everything you can do with your phone, they could access without you clicking anything all through iMessage. Now, there's some people trolling me in the comments about Android having vulnerabilities. Android definitely has vulnerabilities. Uh, We're not denying that. I'm not making this claim. Uh, the, the, The thing is, though, is that you have to assume that your devices can be compromised at any time. You have to assume specifically that a sophisticated actor can compromise them. And this shit is scary as fuck. Like If, if, if full access to your camera, microphones, location, pictures, messages, everything is does not scare you and does not worry you about trying to figure out some kinds of solutions that can to make us more secure against this shit you're not going to make it i don't know i don't know what's going to do it like i'm not going to sit here and try and explain why you should care if you don't care fine whatever it's scary as fuck it's scary because you have
0: like intelligence agencies paying to get this stuff out there and then obviously it's scary because for all you porno watches out there, I can have you like jerking off on the internet, or to the internet. Yeah. You just have a bunch of intelligence analysts watching you with your wiener in your hand, like like, or like maybe more PG. They can just get like personal pictures of you and your family that you so you hold dear a, to yourself.
1: Someone's asking me, um, does Calyx is Calyx a solution? So I use Calyx on a rooted uh, Android Pixel device, right? So it's It's stock Android with all the Google bits ripped out. Uh, Open source, still has vulnerabilities, sure. It probably still has vulnerabilities. The thing is, with the iPhones, with with the Apple stack, it's a very good target because if they can compromise iMessage, they get all Apple MacBooks, they get all Apple Watches, a microphone on your wrist that you're walking around with, they get all iPhones all at once. So it's super valuable. Uh, targeting specific Android versions is a is a less valuable target to hit. The second thing is, uh, if you look here, if you look here on my phone, the the camera is right here. I got a little sticker on it. I put a little sticker on my webcam. You know, sometimes the simple hacks are the most effective. Mm-hmm. You know, so you you got it. You got to be paranoid. Yeah, my okay, You know you got to be again. a little bit. Back. Yep, yep. See, like we yeah, do it phone together. Phone. We'll do it together.
0: Ooh, when I'm back, should we just con- <laughs>
1: should we just, con- <laughs> should we just
0: continue? Ooh, when I'm no gone. webcam.
1: We're done. We're gone.
0: Ooh, and I like mine. Like the adhesive gone. So like I just. Oh wait, no, that's my green screen.
1: To the audio freaks, Marty just closed the the webcam cover on his on his laptop, and then I joined him.
0: Yeah, I just had some <laughs> some cam cover fun there. Hope you guys enjoyed it. No, it's that's like the most annoying thing. We've talked about this in the past, like Apple specifically has marketed themselves as the secure smartphone device, and they've made this priority in their marketing to really highlight how secure these devices are and having a vulnerability like this, which across their whole suite of devices uh, rendered them completely insecure is, is a bit frustrating especially when you consider the recent news of them doing the, uh, the cr- cryptography scanning too under the guise of we're going to stop kitty porn. But right?
1: It's really just. It's- and it's all closed source. Like all Apple devices are closed source. So, so there, there's no way to verify what their claims are. You have no idea what's going on. Uh, this vulnerability has existed since February. We just found out about it today. Uh, A similar vulnerability is what got Bezos, one of the most powerful men in the world, Mm -hmm. one of the richest and most powerful men in the world. And that was through WhatsApp. Right. There was a vulnerability through WhatsApp that allowed them to install Pegasus. And then, you know, like this this company is just operating and like you don't hear anyone. You don't hear anyone talking about, you know, we got to shut them down. But, uh, you know, God forbid I send a transaction over $600 that, you know, got to report that to, to your nearest government authority. Hey,
0: let's give her credit. Whitney Webb's been all over this, all over Pegasus, all over these shady NGOs or private intelligence companies or essentially fronts for global intelligence agencies. She's been on this and calling it out for for quite a while. Pegasus specifically, and yeah, like nobody... It's just it's weird it's this weird expectation that you just hear the stuff and you, you, you brush it off like similar with gain of function research on, on these diseases it's like ah oh, they're actively working to <laughs> manufacture viruses that would that would be uh worse for humans like they're i think they're creating that they're actively writing code to break into your devices and steal all your information oh
1: an important takeaway here to Marty and the Freaks, is that don't get overwhelmed by the situation. Do I look don't,
0: overwhelmed?
1: No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying With Marty and the Freaks. Marty, <laughs> perfect is not the enemy of good, right? Don't let perfect be the enemy of good. You have to. There's little things that we can do that improve our resilience to these kind of attacks, and we should be seeking to constantly improve our setups to be more resilient against them right and and if people do this in mass then they will be less effective and and that's kind of my viewpoint of of how i look at things like this instead of just you know we're absolutely fucked
0: agreed agreed i think uh solely but surely migrating a lot of your activity paul's got a great pop just try pri- i'm like trying to say this right now like slowly migrating your activated privacy
1: preserving applications is the best way to go but i
0: gotta practice what i preach I'm here talking on zoom
1: i know this is really I'm bad at... we have to stop using things yeah 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 but this is public anyway yeah still yeah. yeah. practice what we you preach support them
0: i gotta do more of that I'm agreed um
1: that's why i make the exception with this because it's it's live. We're, we're broadcasting publicly anyway.
0: Agreed. With that said, uh, with this iPhone hack, let's talk. I saw Novak, uh, Novak, Rodolfo, Novak, uh, Rodolfo <laughs> talking about it. NVK. NVK talking about it uh, on Twitter. What does this mean for software wallets, cell phone wallets? I mean, could I assume have, Pegasus, I, would, could they have swept Bitcoin? Yeah. Hypothetically.
1: Yeah, but they didn't.
0: <laughs> they didn't, but they could have.
1: <laughs> they could there. Everyone get your bingo boards out. There's some nuances here. <laughs> you know? Um, you know, the answer the answer is the answer to Bitcoin isn't that everyone's gonna, you know, go out and buy a specialty hardware device for $130. Like that's not gonna happen. So we need to have more secure mobile wallets and we need to have more secure mobile platforms. And if you're doing spending cash, if you're in El Salvador and it's paycheck to paycheck, like a mobile phone makes complete sense. They're, they're For most situations, they're more secure than a traditional computer. Uh, they're, they're more closed sandbox systems in general. You have them on you anyway. You know, I walked out. I was walking down the street here. You know, I had $400 in cash in my pocket. Cool. Could a guy walk up to me and, and hold a gun to my face? Yeah, like he can do that, right? He can do that with a phone wallet. So Guns are illegal. Guns are
0: illegal in New York. Wow. Well,
1: I'm not in New York. No, um, I think the
0: criminals don't care. He's going to rob you.
1: He right. Care. And regardless, yeah, they, they, they don't care. Um, but, but, I mean... Mobile wallets make complete sense to me still, right? I, I don't think. Uh, Same, and I think I think you shouldn't have your you shouldn't have your life savings in a mobile wallet.
0: No, this Ooh. is
1: why cold storage exists. The whole idea of cold storage. Let's forget cold card for a second. The whole idea of cold storage in general is that you generate a private key offline. Bitcoin allows you, enables you to generate a private key offline that never touches the internet. What does that mean? If it never touches the internet, then if someone wants to take that private key from you and access your funds, they have to physically take it from you. So all of a sudden, the biggest monkey brain person in the world can securely store digital money because it's never connected to the internet. They need to physically, an attacker needs to physically come in to take it from you. So this is why cold storage is important in the first place. But there's a role for all of these different tools. And I it, it it would it would be poor to discourage better mobile tools. Like we need to have better mobile wallets. We we need to continue to support the good mobile wallets that exist today. And there's a lot of flies in this Airbnb that keep flying around me. It's really annoying.
0: I'm sorry about that. Well, this actually brings up a topic that we don't have on the list and Rodolfo dropped after RHR, which is him teasing the NFC pairing of the cold card and blue wallet. I think that's a really cool, unique way to enhance mobile wallet security, where you don't really have your mobile wallet's essentially like a skeleton. It allows you to construct a transaction, but you have to sign it with this NFC NFC device. Is that a better security model in your your opinion?
1: I mean, we we already see it with QR codes, but yeah, a, a similar concept is cool. I mean, I know Square's working on it too. Right? Yeah. Square's working on an open source hardware device to pair uh, with mobile wallets. Um, it's a great idea. Most people won't have a computer, but
0: curious. it's more secure, right? Because uh, they could say this Pegasus
1: hack could get your phone. It's like a two factor. Think exactly. about it like a two-factor authentication, right? Exactly. In in cold cards case, it's greater than two-factor because the keys are just never on the phone. Mm-hmm. But even if you have a two-factor with a phone, that would be a, a an improvement, right? Because you'd have to like tap a device to to be maybe the second key of a two of two multi-sign. Oh,
0: we lost him again. What's going on with Matt today? Maybe I get to jump in here. Let me make sure it was really mad this time. But uh, what he just said, like, I don't, even in this scenario, like, I don't think you'd have to create your private key on your phone. I think you'd like it would make sense that you'd be able to create your private key offline, spin up a skeleton wallet in Blue Wallet, and just use your NFC device to sign that. Hmm. I don't know. Are we even still live? Doesn't look like it right now. Um, can you guys hear me? There we go. And he's back.
1: Had Airbnb Wi-Fi. Matt, are you okay?
0: <laughs> yeah, turn it up again. you think it's your computer
1: no it's not my computer I think the, the recent zoom update on Linux fucking sucks
0: Hmm. do you have anything else open
1: I updated last week um, I, I updated like four days ago
0: well if it happens again I think we're gonna have to just cancel the show forever
1: that's your call, not mine. <laughs> I will not. I will. I will not switch to OSX. So okay. we can just switch from Zoom, and then that would solve the problem. Let's do
0: that. I wish we could do this on Jitsi. Does Jitsi make it easy to record yet and stream? I'm have to get an OBS. I need a producer. When we get done Austin, we're gonna get a producer.
1: We could use Restream's web client, like you I do for Dispatch.
0: Use that as well. My
1: whole Zoom client just keeps crashing. It's like, I still, I still can see the live chat. I have the, so I only have one screen when I'm traveling. So I, I have the live chat on the right side of the screen. And I have you Marty on the left-hand side of the screen. The live chat was still running. My internet was fine. It's zoom. That's crashing on me.
0: Zoom. We're leaving we're leaving zoom. We're not canceling this show. We're canceling it. Kita,
1: I'm proving that I can see your message. I see it right now in all caps. <laughs> Prove that you can see this. I'll PGP sign it after the show.
0: Oh, uh, that was a good running joke after the, last week's shows, Matt PGB signing uh, individual episodes. Could we do that actually? Should we start doing that?
1: There's no reason to. No. I'm I'm looking forward to our deep fakes. We're going to have like deep fakes of of us doing all sorts of things and it, enc- it'll give us plausible deniability for all of our public uh, statements
0: I uh, don't encourage that i don't want, like weird
1: deepfakes we don't have to encourage it it's going to be a reality regardless of whether or not what i say okay
0: all right um should we just go straight into the shout outs before yeah,
1: shout outs did i miss anything
0: no we were talking oh, well maybe we can when you froze we were t- in the middle of talking about mobile devices connected with an NFC device, and you said something that I pushed back a little bit on. While you're away, you didn't have you weren't able to defend yourself. Ah, classic. Probably, uh, probably classy of me to, to bring it up again and let you uh, rebut. So you said, uh, even though you uh, create the keys on the mobile wallet, the NFC would still be two factor, like a two factor device. However. Hypothetically, couldn't you create private, private public key pair offline, and then port the skeleton Xpub? Right, right. So the N- the, the NFC
1: off- device would be the offline mm-hmm. piece.
0: Yeah, but you can like the point I was trying to make. You don't have to create your private public key pair online on the mobile device, right? Right,
1: now. but if you do two of two, mm-hmm. so the the cold card NFC integration is is one of one. It's a single SIG. Yeah, that's what I
0: imagine the mobile NFC would be, too.
1: And so the private key never touches the device. Yeah. I'm pretty sure what Square's working on is a two of two setup. Okay. So the mobile wallet has one key. Mm -hmm. The hardware wallet has another key. And you need both to sign. Okay. And I assume there'd be some kind of cloud backup for the mobile key. But if you just had the mobile key, you wouldn't be able to sign. But this is this is you know they haven't really rolled it out. That yeah. that's like a more of a speculative type of thing. But that is like kind of the concept of two factor in in, in general, right? Mm-hmm. Like the idea of two factor is that one key is is separate from the device that the other key is on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you think? I mean, I just like is there going to be like a Game Boy that stays offline that? You create private public key pairs. I mean, that is essentially what it's like a cold card. Cold card, yeah. Like that form. I mean, I guess foundation device getting closer to. I mean, it looks like a cell phone. I guess. Um,
1: I mean, it's not even. I. It it does it does look like an old Nokia, but I think most kids these days will look at it and they'll <laughs> be, if they if they like see a Nokia phone, they'll be like. What what is that? A foundation devices, <laughs> right? Isn't that and crazy? It's the opposite? And,
0: remember, I remember like stealing, not stealing, but just taking my friend's Nokia so I can play Snake. And what's what's the I other? I was so
1: good at Snake. I was fucking fire at Snake. I was pretty good you know, at all the all the high scores on everyone's phones.
0: Do you think the Zoomers even know what Snake is? That's zoomers, crazy. <laughs> zoomers out.
1: in the chat. Do you know what Snake is?
0: Yeah. That's crazy, but it is crazy. and My go-to example of like the technology progression expansion within my lifetime is vividly remembering when we got caller ID and thinking that was like the greatest thing ever. But like thinking back now to like Nokia's and Snake at the time, like a Nokia cell phone with fucking pixelated Snake on it was like a massive. You were the fucking cool kid if you had pixelated Snake on your on your Nokia phone. And now look at us. We're talking about nfc devices and two of two multi-sig with bitcoin transactions
1: i mean the the fun thing about nokia is that they had like one of their executives mentioned during the heyday of nokia they were like we own the phone market we are the phone market like there's nothing we can do wrong like who the fuck is nokia now (laughs) it's crazy how quick that shit moves
0: blackberry too Remember the Blackberry Maximalists? There were BlackBerry. Blackberry Maximalism was, was the precursor the BBM? to BBM? Yeah.
1: Yeah, like the BBM.
0: Where are they now? Does anybody have Where
1: them? are they now? <laughs> They're gone. They don't even make phones anymore.
0: No. No, they don't. Uh, we have some some funny shout outs today. Here's the first one. What's up? What's up? Nothing much. We're here recording RHR. <laughs>
1: Literally okay. read anything you write.
0: Talking about talking about Nokia phones. Uh,
1: second one question: Why did the wait, chi- wait 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 wait? What was the shout up? Just what's up? Just what's up? Question mark. Uh, oh, I thought you were reading. You just kept reading what he was saying. Okay. No, what's no. up, freak?
0: Yeah, what's up? What's up, freaks? Second Cheers. one. Why did the chicken cross the road? So we can listen to the latest episode of Rabbit Hole Recap. Nice. Good chicken cross the road joke. In the shout, even the
1: chick, even the chickens are Bitcoiners.
0: The podcast for the birds. The podcast for the birds.
1: Is that just a shout out? It's just the podcast of the birds?
0: No, that was my comment. On Uh. top, the shout out was the chicken crossing.
1: You can't. Okay, you have to like. Yeah, there has to be more delineation. Like, uh, how are we supposed to know?
0: All right, Matt, you ready? I'm going to read another shout out. This isn't me. This is me reading a shout out. After Mar- Marty retweeted me, we had 70 people join the Seattle Bitcoin and Beer Meetup. Our first event was a blast, and a bunch of freaks showed up. Thanks for spreading the word. If you're a freak in the Seattle area, come to our next one. And that's from at Uncle Sam Toshi. Uncle Sam Toshi, I'm happy that I could help you uh, meet with other Bitcoiners in the Seattle area to drink beer. I'm happy that uh, the retweet, you think at least, I think. I. I believe there were others who retweeted you as well so i don't want to take all the credit but uh, 70 people at a first meetup is is it's pretty fantastic especially during like this price consolidation what well, you'll find as you keep doing these meetups uh, if the price goes crazy you're just going to have people ask coming to your meetup and asking you what you think of solana Blockchain, <laughs> solana
1: are you a blockchain trader what do you think of my nft but all, all jokes aside cheers to you freak um these meetups are very important, getting Bitcoiners together from around the world and all these different places that are like-minded that can help each other. I've met so many good friends in, in the New York City Bitcoin community uh, when I was still there, including Marty. Uh, it's it's it, it literally is priceless. I would say one thing, though. New York City, BitDev's community was extremely strict about no photos. Mm-hmm. And I want to see more of that in these other communities, you know, be very careful. Don't, don't take the big pan shots of everyone in the crowd. I mean, really there should be no photos, but if you're going to take photos, it should just be the people you're taking photos of and they should know you're taking photos of them. You know, you, you don't want these big ass. I used to be the, uh,
0: the no, one of the no photos hardos. Somebody would come to the first bit devs and they'd be like, oh. you're
1: just like screaming at them. Just, everyone would jump oh, photos. It Put was a sight to see. Down. It was fantastic.
0: <laughs> Put your phone down. People will get aggressive. Myself included. Hey, and respects people's pop- privacy. There's enough spooks in the room. We don't need you.
1: And to the freaks out there that are, there's enough spooks in the room. To the freaks. I mean, yeah, me and Marty were in the room. Uh, to the freaks out there that are like worried about going to a meetup, you know, consider it. It's, it's, it's not as intimidating as it seems and it's, it's pretty amazing and pretty inspiring when you're around a bunch of people that agree with you on 99% of things, yeah. uh, that are, are, that are, that also care. And it's and really that, rewarding. It's extremely rewarding. I was scared for many years as a big corner. Scared is the wrong word, but I was intimidated, uh, about going. And it, it's, it really is worth it.
0: I think I had a, uh... Coax you into going to your first date?
1: Yeah. No, and I had been to one before that. Yeah, and then I I didn't go after that. But yes, you did. You did seduce me into you seduced me into this.
0: <laughs> I know.
1: I no. didn't even want to come onto a podcast. I, you were my first podcast.
0: You lied about where you Ep- were.
1: Episode twenty three. Yeah, I was in yeah. town from Austin.
0: We were in the uh, the merch closet at Barstool Sports HQ two in Flatiron, New York, drinking. A shit ton of whiskey.
1: We got fucking trash. <laughs> that was McAllen, fifteen or eighteen. I think it was eighteen.
0: I think you brought out the big guns in that one. Yeah.
1: I was, I was bullish.
0: You're very bullish. When, that had to be like
1: only the best for Marty.
0: It had to be like the big winter 2018, beginning of the year,
1: right? Around then, it was, it was, it was summer 2018. Right? Summer 2018. Because fall 2018 oh. was when we did Rabbit Hole.
0: No, because I wasn't working at Barstool then. Had to be before like May 2018.
1: And then we did Rabbit Hole f- fall 2018. Yes. So yeah. like we did we did Rabbit Hole like six months later or something, the first Rabbit Hole. Yeah. Yeah. All I know is that was episode
0: 23. Yeah, it's a hey 23. The listen,
1: it was it was a good rip. It was a very good rip.
0: I think, And I think it's one that stands the test of time. <laughs> uh, Marty,
1: Marty seduced me for months before I came on the show. I had to
0: meet him at lunches, I had to drink beers. I, I'm a normal guy, I swear. <laughs> but before we get too lost in our, uh, sorry, sorry. our inception story, I do want to echo what you said earlier. It, is, it does seem intimidating, maybe a bit daunting, but especially uh, considering the last 18 months, I, I highly recommend in-person human contact with with other individuals. And, and Bitcoiners, you'll find your kindred spirits uh, immediately a lot of the time, in my experience at least. Uh, and, and you can actually talk about the shit you want to talk about without somebody saying, shut the hell up. Somebody like, oh, I know, right? Like, what about this? It's very uh very welcoming environment. So shout out to Uncle Sam Toshi and the Seattle Bitcoin and Beer Meetup. 70 at the first one. Let's see how many we can get at the second one. If you're in the Seattle area, look out for it. You'll find Uncle Sam Toshi on Twitter. Oh, we have a lot of shout-outs. Let me make sure I'm getting them right. All right, read that one. Okay, we're three in. We're at number four. We have five. Around the world, governments have taken our freedoms. This is a shout-out, Matt. I'm sorry if I didn't DLA Nate yet. <laughs> Around the world, (laughs) governments delineate. Excuse me, delineate. delineate. You know, not good with words. Third time's a charm. Around the world, governments have taken our freedoms and plunged us into a despotic state of tyranny. And now the USA is under a dictatorship. Governments continue to abuse us, disarm us, oppress us, and more so with each passing week. And they are now forcing government injections onto us to have total control of our bodies and declared war against those who do not go along with it. The governments that have been established to serve the governed do nothing in the interest of the governed. All they do is opposition to our interest and well-being. I propose we all stop paying federal taxes and kill the fiat, sw- uh, which which fuels them, excuse me, by pulling all of our savings out of the banks and put into Bitcoin, especially Bitcoin, along with gold and silver, and give preference to sound money when taking payments. Let's starve the beast. We remind them who is in charge. Remind them who they work for. They failed us, so we shall fire them. Bitcoin is revolution. We are 80 million strong.
1: Are we, though? I mean, first of all, cheers, Freak.
0: Cheers, Freak, yes. Uh, yeah. Do
1: you think 80 million people own their hold their own private? That, that does
0: not allow us to, <laughs> to endorse tax revolts on TFTC, but shout out. Oh, to yeah, that. also that. Uh,
1: That's how they fuck you.
0: Yeah. Um, I did not pay for the shutout. I just want to say it was a, it wasn't me making the shout. But I, I do agree. Governments are getting more despotic. They're not really serving uh, people. I mean, again, go back to Christine Lagarde. She's certainly certainly not part of the government. European Central Bank is separate from the government. It's a private entity, but essentially... Is it? No. no? Trying to highlight to people that these banks, they think they're part of the government, but they're not. But they are because they're sort of the controlling everything in the background with the money printing and stuff like that. They don't care about you. They literally will look you in the face and say, hey, Bitcoin's not a currency, despite the fact that millions of people all over the world are using it as a currency in one way or another uh, every day. Uh, you need to use their central bank digital currency. They care about you. They're here to protect you. You can't protect yourself. Christine Lagarde is is going to save you. Shout out to the freak. We've got one more shout out. I'm going to start reading it right now, Matt. Bitcoiners. I know you've been mining fiat at a job at DCA, but it's time to make some moves and make bigger things happen. You need to go find a Bitcoin job or build your own in your father-in-law's bedroom. It's not always easy doing that. It's time to starve the fiat world. Wait,
1: did you just add that part?
0: I added that. I added that. (laughs) It's time to starve the fiat world of your time and talent. We're building Satoshi's Gulch right in the free open air. Be part of the revolution. Build your Bitcoin legacy now. That could have been written by the same freak
1: back to back. Those shout outs. Bitcoinerjobs.co? Potentially. I think it's Bitcoinerjobs.co.
0: Freaks in the chat will correct us if we're wrong.
1: I was always, um, I think, and I was like a big proponent. I mean, you could just go back and check the records, but I think I was a pretty big proponent about keeping your fiat mining job because it pays better and it doesn't suffer from Bitcoin bear cycles, uh, and and convert that into Bitcoin rather than working a Bitcoin job. In today's world, that has flipped on its head because of the the main reason I would say is because of vaccine mandates at jobs, and I personally couldn't. Regardless, once again, regardless of how you feel about the vaccine, regardless of how you feel about the efficacy of the vaccine, I would not be able to work at a job that required me to. Take the vaccine and required my coworkers to take the vaccine. That that bothers me. And I think that most Bitcoin companies will not require that of you. And most of them, you know, will offer you remote work. So it doesn't matter where you live. So if you have to take a pay cut for freedom,
0: I'm sorry, top it ties in the chat like youtube's about to censor this they will well that's actually
1: i know i said it very succinctly
0: yeah well i co-signed that i wholeheartedly marty
1: co-signs it so it's on him if we get banned from youtube fuck well, you youtube
0: well pff, dude really fuck them <laughs> remember last week we had to like give them props for you know putting the george gammon episode back up they took it back down <laughs> like after the review they're they like
1: oh we, we checked and you're good and see they, that's how you know rabbit hole made it because they just they put it up for rabbit hole recap and then they took it down right afterwards they knew <laughs> they were like we we, we got to put it up for just for this show."
0: well dude and then i got into like the lit they have like this weird just arbitrary list of like if you say this if you say this like auto ban or like auto pull the app from uh from our servers and it's just like what the fuck like, we and i i checked meticulously the list that app, i'm going to repeal again uh, we didn't say anything of the sort in the episode. And I don't think we did here. I think it is okay, and we should be allowed to it if we're not allowed to. Susan was whatever your name
1: is.
0: To... <laughs> to,
1: to... If I was her, I would just ban any episode that said my name.
0: <laughs> What's her name, Marty? Susan was sick,
1: right? You should try all the different pronunciations just in case the algorithm missed the first time.
0: Susan had a hickey. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I, again, like we're getting to a weird part. Like, oh, it's a private company. Go build your own YouTube. But it's like, yeah, like we should be able to say, hey, I think this is wrong. I, I don't think this should be forced on people like auto Banhammer for even uttering you know, that type of thought. It should be scary. Wake up, freaks. I, and there was a, um, again, I've said this story. I had my boss who grew up in Soviet Russia. He was telling me we're turning into the Soviet Russia he ran away from. There was another gentleman, Amir, Uh, What is his last name? Looking for it right now. Uh, While
1: Marty's looking for that, when we get banned from YouTube, we're going to stream directly to bitcointv.com.
0: This is true. Amir uh, Rosik. I am from Eastern Europe. We know full hand what communism is. And trust me, what's happening in the West is the start. Control thought, control uh, information, control the flow of money, control food, all clamping down. Clamping down, clamping down. And I think we should speak up. If you can't even say, hey, I think this is wrong without getting pulled from certain media entities. It's like, what the fuck are we doing? What the fuck are we doing here? What What is going on with the society? We have lost the plot in a lot of, uh, a lot of ways. But where were we? What were we talking about before that? YouTube.
1: Are we still on YouTube right now?
0: We are on YouTube.
1: The live chat's still going.
0: We're still here. Um, but why why did why was yeah it shouldn't be forced on people oh, here's, oh I was
1: talking about bitcoinerjobs.co and I wanted to add to the point like this is good which I think is the website but might not be can the live chat tell me if that's actually the website can someone go check it because I don't have a second screen channel your inner Nicky I can't bash. even reach the screen unless I yeah type let's see if I if I type I think takes- this might be bold I think I'm, I,
0: I might call the week of September 13th, 2021, peak clown world, peak clown world, and Nikki Minaj coming out, calling out, uh, the media, the way they portrayed her, uh, the Met Gala a, at AOC. Marty
1: finally gave Nikki a proper shout out.
0: Why wouldn't I give her a proper shout out?
1: I don't know. You were talking shit about Nikki, like six episodes ago, eight episodes ago.
0: I think you're mixing up Cardi B and Nicki Minaj.
1: I'm not mixing up Cardi and, and Nicki. you were also giving Cardi shit.
0: I like Nicki's verse on Monster from uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted.
1: Nicki's fucking anti-tax rant that got removed. That's Cardi from B. The internet, That's Cardi B. Was that Cardi?
0: Yes, you're see you're confusing the two now. <sighs> Cardi B went on the tax rant, Nicki B's on the on or Nicki Minaj. See, now you got me mixing them up. Nicki Minaj is on the uh uh me she's not even on an anti vaccine tip. She just said, Hey. She said,
1: I need to do my research. Exactly.
0: And and she talked about her cousin's friend in Trinidad his balls swelled up after getting it became impotent. She just articulated Wait. The-
1: Cardi was the Cardi was the tax rant.
0: Cardi was the tax rant.
1: That was a great tax rant, though.
0: It was an incredible tax rant. And That's I'm sure she was
1: completely ruined for the internet. You can't find it. It's hard to find the full clip.
0: Yeah, it's hard to find it, but I bet she was brushing shoulders with AOC at the Met Gala whenever that was earlier this week. No, Cardi
1: wasn't at there. Wasn't there either.
0: Yeah, uh, thank God for AOC cuz I think she would have had some words. <laughs> Did you see my rant? That's the funny thing, 2 year olds from the Bronx, from the Bronx. Uh, in the case of AOC talking about.
1: I'm pretty sure that was a Nicki rant. Are you sure that was a Cardi rant? I'm
0: 120% sure. Okay,
1: fine. I trust your 120%. Yes. I won't verify.
0: Um but yeah, yeah, that the Met Gala, <laughs> the juxtaposition of the, uh, the The Met
1: Gala was so bad. It's so bad. It was straight Hunger Games. It was I, so bad.
0: It's like how how do you not recognize this? And the, the whole Did the you see
1: Ryan Selkis was there?
0: <laughs> I thought he was joking that he tweet he said I
1: think he was actually there, right? Yeah. It's not in his it's not in his nature to joke about that. That was a humble brag tweet when he tweeted it out.
0: I thought he was joking. Maybe it was serious. I don't know. Uh,
1: Well, he was joking. I don't know. I don't think he was joking. Maybe he was.
0: You're losing it, man. Cardi B's, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj is Cardi B. He can't Boy, even... no,
1: believing Ryan Selkis went to the Met Gala is not me losing it. That yeah. That's a completely that's we're completely getting, on brand.
0: We're getting a chat confirmation that he was not there. It was a joke.
1: No, I'm not going to believe Keita. Who the fuck is Keita? Mm-mm. I like I appreciate you freak. Thank you for joining the live chat.
0: Hey, trying to dox an end now, like show yourself so I can. No,
1: I'm not. I'm not right saying you. show yourself that's what i'm
0: saying. i know i'm putting words in your mouth now.
1: oh he sent a he sent a pick from his basement right after. okay, fine.
0: the point i'm trying to make here is like P clown world. Met Gala, Nicki minaj calling out calling bullshit. Well, would you
1: yeah, i agree. i agree with you, marty.
0: like the ju- not only aoc with tax the rich and like the crazy out of touch outfits, 12 hour fashion, $40,000 outfits, $30,000 plates uh, you have all these celebrities. Uh, Keita
1: wants me to apologize. I'm going to apologize to Keita but I just want to say to you, like it's not beyond, you, it is very well within the realm of possibility that Ryan used $30,000 worth of Masari funds as a business expense to go to the Met Gala. That is well within.
0: I don't care about Ryan so Selk's attendance or non-attendance at the Met Gala. We need to, we need to call out Yeah, the out servants well.
1: masked up. Like yeah, all, all the plebs, all masked. Like women are equal, and then in the background, just a bunch oh. of women with masks on is is
0: that's I, fucked up.
1: It was Hunger Games. It was straight Hunger Games.
0: Peak opulence from the uh, whatever class you want to call them, and they're all like, yeah, they're all fucking virtue signaling, like. And then uh, I wrote about in the bed earlier. Again, got to get props for props or dude. New York Times today or yesterday had a very good op ed. Uh, they gave you a very fair case for Bitcoin and why it's important. Essentially, all the deplatforming going on is, is not good for freedom, and Bitcoin preserves freedom. But the day before that, there was an op ed. It's completely, I think I said it in, in the newsletter, that I'd never seen a, a slew of objectively false statements said in a row with such confidence, uh, particularly about Bitcoin.
1: that was like their main economics editor.
0: Yeah. And it was like, like next to it, it's like they have this dude. No, it was it was a op-ed guy. Benjamin Yalbaum or something like that. I forget his name.
1: Wasn't he like his like he was like a major economics guy?
0: Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. But the point is, I was reading that story on the side. This dude shitting on Bitcoin saying it doesn't work. Meanwhile, People like Fode and other individuals, ourselves, proving that it does work. People do use it. It doesn't have value. It's not a Ponzi scheme. And then next to that, you have them like gushing over the Met Gala, which is just peak clown world, clown world opulence and tone deafness. Like the tone deafness of the Met Gala and the juxtaposition of all the celebrities wearing their extremely expensive costumes as the servant class is taking pictures of them with mask on and literally holding their dresses within six feet of them with their mask on. It's COVID doesn't exist if you if you own a fifty thousand dollar costume. You can't get it. You're immune. You lost Matt again.
1: Uh, no no you didn't you didn't lose me. it's true. You are immune. It's it's the tweet is not misleading.
0: Yeah. So go buy some expensive clothes to save yourself from the. (laughs) This is this is what's good. You were telling people that costumes would make them immune from COVID. you it did
1: it 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 was. I mean, it's Hunger Games. It was Hunger Games. It was it was that that was what it was. The theme of the night was Hunger Games. Yeah. What do you pretend the theme of the night was like? Come back to America or something, right? Was it like that?
0: Was the other thing? Yeah, like American (laughs) revival
1: (laughs) was a theme. It was super distasteful. The whole thing was distasteful as fuck. Yeah. Even like, yeah, I, I have, I, there's, there's no commentary necessary because most of America realized how distasteful it was. It was
0: not how we're going to revitalize
1: it. Shameful. America, I could tell you that.
0: Very shameful. Let's get on to more optimistic news, which is the software update section of this podcast, the show that we do every Thursday, next week on Wednesday. Uh, Bitcoin Core version 22.0, a major release and a major historical moment for the Bitcoin Core uh, project. They dropped the front zero. It's now just Bitcoin Core 22.0, no no longer 0.xx.x. They're just dropping it. So you
1: see I dropped it on uh, dispatch? The... Did every, I every episode every episode was 0.3 oh yes it was the last episode and this one I went just I tell you meant
0: I dropped the news of Bitcoin core yes no I did and I noticed people responding to
1: you yeah because it's wow. it's like very abrupt you know like we went from under one to
0: 22 yeah yeah so Bitcoin's out of beta it's out of alpha
1: <laughs> and we've been 22 versions <laughs> we're, we're at core. 22. We just, we just skipped 1.0. Fuck 1.0. You know, let's just go to fucking 22. Yeah. But the big news for this is we got hardware wallet support for uh, the GUI, uh, PSBTs, and I2P. We got rid of Tor V2. We went to Tor V3. I2P is official. So we went through, we got rid of the old version of Tor and now we added I2P as well, which is a separate uh, privacy network that you can use with Bitcoin. Here are some RPC updates as well. A bunch of stuff. Uh, it's kind of shitcoin y, right? That we went to like V22.0. Like, isn't no one else going to say it? Like, we just went.
0: If I recall correctly, there was a very there was a discussion about it and it makes there was sense.
1: a discussion
0: it makes sense i don't know
1: I I like i'm glad i'm glad that we're past 1 you know i just didn't think we we're going to pass the other 21 uh versions before we got there
0: maybe maybe it's symbolically like after version 0.21 21 <laughs> being a big, big name like mean, that's when when you get there the
1: last <laughs> version was 0.21 and now this version is 22
0: Hey, version 22.
1: Point 0.0. Point 0.0. We got to keep the 0.0 there.
0: Skipping version 20. They didn't skip version 21 Bitcoin in books.
1: No, they did because it was oh. 0. 0.21. We've never had a version 21 of Bitcoin.
0: Yeah. Bitcoin now comes with Solitaire pre-installed. <laughs> it's a joke. I hope it's a joke. I feel like that would increase the Can I
1: of Narwhal Tacos for a fantastic name and a good comment.
0: Where we at here? Simple Bitcoin Wallet version 2.0.12 has been released. Zap Android version 0.5.1 beta has been released. Umbrel version 0.4.2 has been released. Nix Bitcoin version 0. 0. 0.0.5 has been released. At all, if you're running those software projects, that's just showing me a picture of his dog on his bed. Uh, consider updating if you're if you're running any of these softwares. Don't rush to do it. Maybe test it out, Uh, but these versions, these upgrades are available to you, these updates, if you want to be on the latest version of these software projects. Namecheap came out on Twitter recently, and they announced that uh, since implementing BTC Pay Server on September 17th of last year, they're doing a a one-year look back today uh, at noon Eastern around there. Since they implemented that exactly a year ago, they've had 190,000 real commerce transactions since we launched BTC Pay for the win. I think that's pretty material. 190,000 is nothing to scoff at for.
1: And they were using, I think they were using BitPay before.
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: So it's a massive win. Massive Fuck win. BitPay.
0: Fuck BitPay, name cheap, very. Successful and it's it where works. I
1: hoard all my domains. Yeah,
0: it's where a lot of people buy domains. It's a pretty respectable, very respectable company running a very important product for the internet. And they accept Bitcoin, they do it in a self sovereign fashion using BTC Pay Server, and it works for them. And I guess they're just proving that you can implement these open source software projects into your stack at your company you, know, you don't need to depend on these third-party custodians of the world if you're an engineering heavy company especially you can just dedicate some of those engineering resources to build you an uh, aptc pay server that, that does what you need it to do we did it here at tftc if i can do it you can do it namecheap can do it you can do it
1: well i mean namecheap is pretty sophisticated yes but if marty can do it you can do it
0: yes if I can do it, if I can do anything, you could probably do it better. Uh, no, but
1: name cheap is—it's—it's it's cool to see name cheap, uh, really, really pushing the good shit.
0: Yeah, lead by example. We need more of this. We need more of this. Lead by example. Oh, this is pretty big news out uh, of the oil and gas world. Steve Barber brought it to everybody's attention earlier today. Uh, he went into, I guess, the. Disclosure of Crew Energy, which is a publicly traded oil and gas company here in the United States. What's the ticker? Uh, that's a good question. Did Get
1: ready, freaks. You're going to market buy? No, oh, you can't. Uh, no, it's the market's not, closed.
0: It's not U.S. It's in Calgary. It's in uh, Alberta.
1: So the market might still be open.
0: Crew Energy ticker. True Energy is traded on OTC markets in Canada. Their ticker is CWEGF, I believe. That's their ticker. Cr.to. I guess that's their Toronto stock exchange ticker.
1: Oh, Toronto's East Coast. Yeah. Trading so markets at, closed. It fell it by in the morning. fell by one
0: point three two percent today. Currently sitting at two. That's it? Two and a quarter. I don't know if that's Canadian dollars or US dollars. I'm assuming Canadians it's Toronto. Uh, however, who cares about their stock? We're here to talk about the, the implementation of Bitcoin mining into their business uh, stack. Oh, we lost Matt again. God damn it, Matt. Figure it out. Figure it out. However, I'll keep going with this. Crew uh, basically had disclosures today and they announced. Can you freaks hear me while he's gone? Because it doesn't say it's recording. Or let me see. Doesn't seem like it. People are bearish on anything Canadian. Okay, you guys can hear me. Um, so essentially, with this crew, they they came out and they announced very nonchalantly too uh, in part of their disclosure, talking about emissions reduction, and they have decreased their emissions by six percent since two thousand nineteen due to strategies such as installing gas meters on vent and fuel gas lines. Matt is not coming back yet. Uh, Using low bleed pneumatic or electric end devices in an effort to replace high bleed pneumatic devices and installing 11 Bitcoin mining data centers in three combustors at remote sites. So they just nonchalantly, matter of factly in some of their public disclosures announced that they have 11 Bitcoin mining containers. Spread out across some of their operations to uh, reduce flare. Use gas that would otherwise be flared to power generators to mine Bitcoin, similar to what we do at Great American Mining. But now we have some of the big dog oil and gas companies from Canada publicly announcing that they're doing this themselves. And it's extremely encouraging to see. Matt, you're back again. We had to cancel the show. I said, if it happens again, we're done. So this has been great. It's been an incredible three years.
1: Everyone can reach out to the Zoom executives. Right now, <laughs> that, they, that they helped Marty cancel the show.
0: Uh, you're going to have to turn your mic up again, too. And God damn it. So this is pretty massive. I mean, it, gradually then suddenly, Bitcoin is, is making its way into every nook and cranny of the economy. I've been saying this, obviously, if you've been following... My Twitter, the newsletter, this podcast for the last few years, I've been sort of beating the drum of oil and gas companies are coming, they're coming, they're coming, they're be some of the largest miners in here is a pretty reputable oil and gas company, publicly traded again, note that, uh, coming out and saying they're doing it. And obviously, we've known some mom and pop guys are doing it. Uh, there are super majors here in the United States exploring it. This is
1: disclosure. True. Marty is on the board of a publicly traded Canadian. Uh,
0: company. This is, true. That is doing it. I don't know if we have to disclose that considering the, the, the company I'm on the board of has nothing to do with this conversation.
1: I, I mean, I, I yeah, I'm just, I'm just helping you out. Well, I have to disclose.
0: Like when I talk about other Canadian.
1: I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just providing insight.
0: Okay. All right.
1: We're all going to buy the stock tomorrow morning, right?
0: I don't know if I. I'm going to buy Bitcoin tomorrow morning. I know that. I don't know if I'm going to be going to buy Crew Energy stock.
1: Um, the the one we all missed was Athena Blockchain. That stock just fucking went parabolic.
0: Oh, <laughs> they were publicly traded.
1: Yeah, they were publicly traded.
0: Never even realized that
1: they went they went parabolic about three RHRs after we talked about them getting the contract. For El Salvador. They're the El Salvador, they're the Chivo wallet uh, ATM provider.
0: I saw some Chivo wallet ATMs on fire on Twitter. Did you see that?
1: I did see that.
0: <laughs> apparently, there's some, I guess, uh, to be objective, give you guys all the news out there. Apparently, there's some protests about the Bitcoin legal tender law in El Salvador. People are setting Athena Bitcoin ATMs on fire, the Chivo. But could be a false flag. Could be just like Christine Lagarde sending in some goons, being like, set them on fire, make it seem like the people don't want this. We can't have this happening. They need to take our billions in IMF loans.
1: They're like they're professional loan sharks. Is what they are.
0: The IMF, yes. It's disgusting. Like just think about like the again. It seems like everything in this episode is wrapping back around to the Fode uh, reason many. doc the interview just think about that the imf basically went to the french central bank was like hey you need like the senegalese currency that you're running and you're controlling we're going to ask you to devalue that overnight just cut it in half these millions of people living in this country that are affected by this have all the savings in these bank accounts they assume if the savings in that bank account has a certain purchasing power, we're just gonna reduce that purchasing power in half overnight. Boom. The IMF pressures the French central bank to do that and just do it overnight. No warning to anybody. It just happened. This is how money works in many parts of the world. Every part of the world outside of Bitcoin. It's pretty insane to think about. Loan. Yes, they do indenture you with their their big loans. She woke up. It's a beautiful room.
1: This is it's it's one of three rooms. We're not staying in this room. Yeah. This is the recording room. Okay.
0: Uh back to oil and gas world. There's only gonna be more and more of this. Expect like this fall. Once this month's over and you have Q three uh Disclosures coming out from all the publicly traded energy companies here in the U.S. I wouldn't be surprised if you see a deluge of Bitcoin being mentioned. Maybe some will mention that they have operations up and running, but I think a lot will be like, hey, we're exploring this. and uh, There seems to be something tangible here, a tangible revenue stream at least, that we're going to attempt to incorporate into our business. I will not be surprised if, if that becomes more and more prominent from the energy sector moving forward. I've said this. Recently, in the past, there's been a tipping point of acceptance that this is real. This can be uh, a considerable revenue stream, and it's something that everybody should be considering. Because if not, their competitors are going to be doing it, and uh, like it or love it, it's it's sort of the way humans are. That herd mentality. Oh, our competitors are doing it; we have to do it. There's that aspect of it too. What are you giggling about?
1: I'm looking at the chat. I'm petting my dog. I'm just having a good time, (laughs) Marty.
0: It's a great day, it's a great day.
1: Today uh, is a good day.
0: And then we're already on to like the last <laughs> thing I wanted to talk about, which ties pretty neatly with the the crew energy guys coming out and announcing that they have 11 Bitcoin mining containers out in the field, mining Bitcoin on gas that would otherwise be flared. I think uh, CNBC is definitely reading the bent. So if you read yesterday's bent. Are they? I mentioned it in earlier that we're gonna talk about this, but if you read, read yesterday's bent, I talked about uh, the blog post that uh, Professor uh, Aswath uh, Dimdarian I thats how I say his last name—posted yesterday to his blog, "Musing on Markets," about ESG, and it was the second article on ESG. The first of which he wrote yesterday, or excuse me, last year, uh, basically explaining why he thinks it's a whole, all a scam and doesn't really. Uh, add up to anything or actually produce the desired results of it helping the environment or producing better investment returns. And I, th- I just think uh, number one, I want all you freaks to go read it. Cause I think it's a very cogent explanation and articulates a lot of the things that I don't like about ESG and why I don't think it, it's not going to work. He does it in a much uh, more level headed manner than, than I do when you're
1: pretty level headed, Marty, don't cut yourself short.
0: Thank you. Um, but again, then too, like I said, CNBC, beginning of my workout, ESG fun fact of the day, end of my workout, they had Professor Damadarian on give, to give his case against ESG, And I was uh, wondering there because I, I had just written about him in the bent last night and people were liking it, sharing it, like it. And I know some CNBC producers and anchors follow me on Twitter. So maybe the bent is influencing some, some guests on CNBC.
1: You just, we're just going to dock spent readers now.
0: No, I said follow me on Twitter. You can go see. Oh, okay. Yeah. I would never, Matthew.
1: Okay. Just, I just hold you at a higher standard, Marty.
0: Did you read this blog post? Which one? The one I'm talking about. The, the, the one
1: you book. wrote or the one you linked to? The one I linked to. No, I haven't.
0: It's a great blog post. I think to succinctly explain why Professor Damador, Darren uh, doesn't think ESG is worthwhile. He actually thinks, makes the case that it'll actually make humanity worse off because uh, you're, you're essentially forcing things on the market that the market doesn't really want. ESG exists because individual consumers don't want to take full responsibility and extreme ownership of their own lives and actually do good in their own lives and purchase things. Uh, then align with what they deem to be good virtues, particularly as it pertains to the environment and social justice. They want to uh, transfer that responsibility to the investment and corporate class and let them decide for uh, the individual consumers what what is good and what is ESG certified. And, and what you find is when you try to do this, you're going to get inherent bias of the people creating the new ratings functions uh, of the ESG world. Where values are subjective, the ESG movement will never will never work, cannot work because it reduces individuals uh, down to inputs in a very mechanical, mathematical function with ratings outputs. When it completely just ignores free will in humans' individuality, which you can never ignore, especially in an economic sense. Like you you can't quantify free will and subjective values or, or subjective views of the world and what is virtuous and who wants to prioritize what at any certain point in time like you can never factor that in it seems to time. be
1: working though
0: what do you mean do
1: do people actually want personal responsibility
0: i don't think so that's why we're in this problem
1: so they just outsource it They're trying to... to. Corporations to do their ESG narrative, right? Yes. That's his argument, is that they don't want to do that, though.
0: Who doesn't want to do what?
1: The majority of individuals.
0: Yeah, they don't want to actually go out and clean their beaches and... Right.
1: And that's going to happen, right? That's going to continue to happen.
0: Yes. Meanwhile, the ESG movement basically the investment in corporate class saying, all right, you don't want to do this. We'll, we'll let you uh, say that you're, you're ESG certified we will create this rating systems. And what they really do with that is create like regulatory modes that. Right. Right. That's all bullshit. Yeah.
1: I'm not disagreeing that it's all bullshit. I'm just saying that most people welcome the bullshit.
0: I wouldn't disagree with that either. Yeah. However, it is important to make people aware that this is, going to make people worse (laughs) off it already is making people worse off as we've seen with a decommissioning of of reliable um (laughs) electricity production facilities across the united states across the world i mean stories coming out of the uk last week they'd spin up a bunch of natural gas plants because their transition to wind and solar just isn't working
1: did we get we got a win in uh chicago
0: chicago i doubt it was chicago I mean, we rarely get wins. Out uh, of I'm just Chicago. reading
1: the teleprompter. I'm just if there was a question mark. I just read it. I what? W- there was a nuclear energy plant
0: that was. Uh, there was an Illinois nuke nuclear. Energy was,
1: plant. So, non-Chicago, but same state. Same state.
0: I do remember that. I, I can't cannot confirm. It just happened.
1: It happened like last week. Okay. All right? That was, it was a major win.
0: That's a big win. If they kept that, that facility. we should talk
1: about that. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're not prepared to talk about it. No, but we if, should.
0: if it is the case, good. <laughs> more of this, more of this. Don't shut down the nuclear facilities. In
1: fact, build more. You but know, most people don't give a shit.
0: I think they do give a shit. They just don't understand the complexity of everything. They see wind, solar, green, marketing. They're like, oh, yeah, let's just do that. Not understanding the intermittent unreliability. The And again, that's the other thing that really... Ryan's my gears about the ESG movement is that the trade-offs on the front end and back end of the supply chain when the solar panels and wind turbines are being constructed and when they eventually have to be recycled and decommissioned, uh, the carbon emissions and slave labor that is necessary for those processes gets left out. And what, what's judged in the ESG ratings is when they're up and running and not quote-unquote producing emissions as they're producing electricity. And that's what people focus on. They don't. They don't care about the Uyghur slaves creating the polysilicon, uh, the the coal creating the solar panels, the coal recycling the solar panels, the cobalt mining that leverages child slave labor in the Congo to build the wind turbines necessary. Cre- turbines, turbines, turbine,
1: turbine, right?
0: I think it depends what part of the world you're in. Turbine. <laughs> That was I it. Know, That's all me. I had. That's all I had on the list. I got nothing. You seem pretty good.
1: It, it was a good week.
0: It was a good week. It was, it was a, a week. late
1: week, but a good week. It was a good week. I'm optimistic. Every week's a good week when you're a Bitcoiner.
0: It, it's a good week, especially if... I think peak clown world, dude. I think we're at peak clown world. We're I, not
1: at peak clown world. Don't call it top, Marty. You never call it top. Dude, did you say, Have you not learned? Three years. Three years. I don't want to hear it, Mr. 200K. Every my week. Day. We've talked about we've talked about the news every week for three years. You're gonna call it top? I don't know, man. There's like a no. We're not at peak out, clown. Biden's
0: right. incapacity, no inability to actually be a president, like the the general who.
1: Okay. Well, I look forward to next week when you're like we're not at peak clown. <laughs> Wait, let's talk. Like, all, right. Are you fucking, to be... all
0: right, there's Gala in that. Have yet. we AFC. topped out? Wait, let me let me go through this. Gala, you have a okay. You have the, the mask and the, the rich. Uh, what else do we have? You had Biden. How about that? What do you think about this? Like the UK, the US, and Australia now have like a, a common defense team that they're putting together. And Biden during that announcement said I want to thank prime minister johnson talking about boris johnson then he couldn't remember the australian prime minister's name so he said our friend from down under like that is our president right now It was a, that was a
1: good it was a good improv
0: <laughs> you, you got to give it to him for for somebody whose marbles aren't all there a the quick like uh australia that's down what i now. would
1: do if i was on air. i would just like friend from down on, down under it makes sense
0: you have general milley essentially colluding with china or not colluding with china but Going. Yeah,
1: colluding with China. That, I, you, I guess you it.
0: I, I guess that could be.
1: We will not attack you. Yeah. In a private <laughs> meeting, it's I don't, I don't like, care what
0: the president says. Like me and you are going to figure this out. Like that's not how it's supposed to work. But all this stuff is being laid bare. I think this is a good thing. We've got Satoshi statues popping up.
1: We're not at. We're not at the top though. I can't believe you just called us top.
0: He clowning up, here. dude. It's getting to a point, like you have...
1: Clown World <laughs> is designed to pump forever.
0: But Clown World, you're finally having pushback. Do you see the uh, the mayor in Cleveland, Hudson Cleveland, came out and he fired, he, like he's, he gave the board, the uh, student, or excuse me, the, the what, is it, what is it, when the school board, school board, there we go. He basically had them all resign on the spot or get charged with pedophilia because of all the like weird books they were making middle schoolers read. Uh, I think people are getting fed up of the encroachment of cultural Marxism in every part of their life and they're starting to push back. Especially when you have people at the Met Gala uh, talking about taxing the rich in a $40,000 dress at a $30,000 pay- plate dinner as the servants wear the mask right behind them. Let's meme it. P-Clown World happened.
1: No. You're calling a top, dude. I've seen so many people get destroyed calling tops. It's fun. You'll just own it next week and it'll be good. I know. As long as you own it it's fine. I'm not going to. You just die. have to own it quickly. If 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 you let it if you let it fester, if we get 3 RHRs down the road and you're like, "Yeah, we're still at Peak Clown World." Like
0: I'm not going to die on die the Peak Clown World Hill. Don't die on the hill. I'll make that known. I'm not going to die on the Peak Clown World Hill.
1: That was the key about 200k by conference day. Once conference day happened, I admitted fault.
0: Well, you had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, you never know. There's always another conference day.
0: Did The people like called the world, I the it. end of the world, like December 26, 2012, or whenever that, have they ever apologized?
1: Did I thought, did you think it could be the end of the world?
0: Well, have you ever heard the theory that it actually did happen?
1: On like December 25th, I was, I was at like 8%.
0: You're 8% like, all right, probably. End of the world's tomorrow.
1: Time. Yeah. That's you hot. don't remember it? That's 2012? I remember it. I remember 2012. That was nine years ago, Marty.
0: I know. I I got fucking
1: wrecked on December 25th.
0: Well, it was Christmas. It was probably 2012. I was 21. I was 21. Damn, Damn. time flies. 21, we all thought the world was going to end not really
1: 2012 it, it was a very reasonable explanation
0: y, y2k was much more uh
1: y2k who the gave? no one gave a shit about y2k everybody gave generation. a shit about not in I mean, our generation who would uh, give a shit
0: i mean we were like nine but like <laughs> yeah i remember my parents or people were freaking out the neighborhood was freaking out people were pulling money out of banks
1: i wasn't old enough to care
0: I was old enough to notice. I guess that's what I'll say. It's something I noticed. and I don't think, I don't think even us at that age, you know, our parents being that age during uh, during Y2K, it's not comparable. Y2K was much more of a bigger freakout than December 26, 2012.
1: Marty, if I give you the address for the umbral, not the umbral bounty, the, the joint market bounty for the web UI, will you read it out loud?
0: Not right now. We got to go because I got a dinner date in two hours. I got to read ads. I got to get a bed out. I'm not going to read an address right now.
1: That's all right. Put it up. Put it up. I'll read it. I have to. I have to lean in to to get it.
0: Yeah, all the freaks in the comments. All the all the boomers in the comments, uh, confirming that Y2K was scary. People were freaking out.
1: Were you freaking out?
0: No, I mean I I was freaking out. Because actually I do vividly remember being like a WWF fan at the time and like that was like one of was it Triple H that was part of his shtick was like Y two K. Like he would he would come on into the ring and they just cut all the lights in the thing and like Y two K is what's gonna happen to the rest of the world. Triple H is here. Cut the lights. I hear the uh, WWE is on the way out. Maybe an upstart. All right, here we go. This is the donation address for the joint market bounty that is being held in a two or three multi-sig address. The keys are split up between Matt, Ben the car man, and the Human Rights Foundation.
1: The fourth best Ben is holding a key.
0: Ooh, that's some funny words. The fourth best Ben. All right, here we go. Here's the address if you want to... uh, uh, it was Jericho. It wasn't Triple H. It's been a minute. Uh, if you want to donate to this cause, it's BC1Q84N390T8EG70GXFNPZ5KK7GG7NJS7D95900HHD30LL28JW3Q0H. Three S Z two T three H three. Got everyone. Thank you, Marty. I got everyone. Hey, donate to a good cause. I'll donate to it right after this show. And enjoy your weeks, freaks. Thank I you, love for you Marty. I love you too. That's all we got. Join us next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Wednesday. We will be yes. back. Peace and love for the recorded crew. Love all y'all.